Hey, good afternoon. It's November 27th. It is Tuesday. And today is the birthday of Jimi Hendrix. Jimi, very famous American guitarist and musician, was born on this date in 1942. And he passed September 18, 1970. And his quote is this. When the power of love overcomes the love of power... The world will know peace. And that's your quote of the day. Here are your horoscopes for November 27th from Sally Brompton. Aquarius, your opinions on a certain subject are obviously very strong and you're not the sort to tone them down to spare other people's feelings which is fine, but don't lose sight of the fact that some of those people might hit back at you. And are you prepared? Pisces, with the sun moving through the career area of your chart, you must be careful who you choose to rely on. Just because someone says they are your friend does not make it a fact. A little bit of suspicion is no bad thing at the moment. Aries, This is, by any measure, one of the best times of the year for you, but that is not an invitation to throw caution to the wind. Today's Mars-Saturn link means you can get a huge amount done, but you must be careful and you must plan ahead. Taurus, you need to get serious about what you own and earn, not least because the sun's journey through the wealth area of your chart makes it easy to both make money and lose it, Remember, wealth is a means to an end, not an end in itself. Gemini, some people can be incredibly demanding. And because there's so much cosmic activity at the opposite end of your chart, most of their demands seem to be aimed at you. Do what you can to help them, but don't ever agree to do it all. Cancer, if you start something new, it may not work out the way you'd hoped, but yes, it is still worth doing. For best results, Take it a step at a time. Don't expect too much of yourself. Then every small gain will seem like a major victory. Leo, the atmosphere on the home front may not have been the best in recent weeks, but by now you should be seeing a thaw in relationships that have become more than a little frosty of late. Do your part by being warmer and more open too. Virgo, With both the Sun and Jupiter linking to your ruling planet Mercury today, you won't hesitate to let those around you know what is on your mind. Hopefully it will be positive, but even if it isn't, your words will have the desired effect. Libra, you may be anxious about a certain situation, but worrying about it won't make any difference at all, so take control of your feelings and make sure you only act in ways that make a positive result more likely you can and you will succeed Scorpio it's not like you to look back and wish things had been different so get past whatever it is that's having such a negative effect on your mind and start doing the things that make a positive future more likely in other words get your act together Scorpio Sagittarius More than most people, you are aware that 
It's not whether you win or lose. It's matter how you choose to play the game. Jupiter's link to mind planet Mercury today will do wonders for your attitude. So go ahead, but don't get too cocky. Capricorn, the sun in your next door neighbor sign of Sagittarius means your solar year is coming to an end. This is a good time to take stock of how far you've come and how far you still need to go. And what new targets will you set for yourself? So if you're born today, because you're such an easygoing character, you often waste time and energy on things and people that are not really worth it. Over the coming year, you can and you must be more ruthless. Above all, you must learn to say no and mean it. If you were born on this day, you march to the beat of a different drummer. You're also a very sensitive and emotional person. Highly original, your creativity and ability to think outside the box earned you respect from others. However, your emotions sometimes get the best of you. Impulsiveness and a tendency to borrow from your future can get you into trouble as well. You are friendly and warm, but you can also be quite difficult to read as your nature is rather contradictory. On the one hand, you are sensitive and have your eye on security, but on the other hand, you have an undeniable adventurous and independent streak. Famous people born today include Bruce Lee, Robin Givens, Jimi Hendrix, Alexander Haig, Jaleel White. Happy birthday, Sagittarius. Today in Rock, November 27th. In 1958, Elvis Presley is promoted to private first class in the U.S. Army. His rank would rise to specialist fourth class on June 1st, 1959, and to sergeant on January 20th, 1960. In 1961, Patsy Cline's rendition of the Willie Nelson tune, Crazy, peaks at number nine on the Billboard Hot 100. It would be the biggest of her four records to cross over to the pop chart from the country chart where it reached number two, and that tune would later be ranked at number 85 on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. In 1963, Elvis' movie Fun in Acapulco, co-starring Ursula Andress, debuts across North America. While some exterior shots were filmed on location, Elvis' scenes were all done in Hollywood. The king never set foot in Acapulco, Mexico, in his life. In 1965, The Love and Spoonful's You Didn't Have to Be So Nice and The Vogue's Five O'Clock World entered the U.S. record charts. 1967, Capitol Records releases the Beatles' Magical Mystery Tour LP in the U.S. It would rise to number one on the Billboard chart, where it would stay for eight weeks and be nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Album in 1968. It actually lost to Glenn Campbell's by the time I get to Phoenix. That year, the association were presented with a gold record 
for their hit, Never My Love, which had risen to number two in the U.S. In 1968, Steppenwolf's first album, which includes their biggest hits, Born to be Wild and Magic Carpet Ride, is certified gold. 1970, George Harrison released his first post-Beatles album, All Things Must Pass, produced by Phil Spector and featuring Eric Clapton, Dave Mason, Ringo Starr, and Jim Gordon. The triple disc set would go on to be certified six times platinum by the RIAA, making it the best-selling album by a solo Beatle. In 1976, Brian Wilson appears on NBC TV's Saturday Night Live, where he performs Back Home, Love is a Woman, and Good Vibrations. That same year, 20 Golden Greats by Glenn Campbell started a six-week run at the top of the UK album chart. It would be Glenn's biggest-selling album in Great Britain, staying on the chart for 27 weeks. In 1981, the British phonographic industry, with the endorsement of rock stars like Elton John, Gary Newman, Cliff Richard, 10CC, and the Boomtown Rats, places advertisements in the British press claiming that home taping is wiping out music. A concert by the Allman Brothers Band that same year and the Grateful Dead, scheduled at the Tangerine Bowl in Orlando, Florida, is canceled because only 10,000 of 60,000 tickets were sold. In 1982, Lionel Richie reached the top of the Billboard singles chart with Truly, his first solo effort since leaving the Commodores. 1985, 42-year-old Alan Ramsey, the original bassist for Gary Lewis and the Playboys, was killed when the Beechcraft C-90 twin turbo prop he was piloting crashed in Rhode Island. 1989, Stevie Wonder joined Paul McCartney on stage at Paul's L.A. concert to sing their 1982 duet, Ebony and Ivory. 1992, Neil Diamond's Christmas special debuts on HBO. The one-hour show featured Diamond performing many of the favorites heard on the Christmas album, while joined by such diverse vocal ensembles as a doo-wop group, a children's choir, and a mixed chorale. The LP became a top 10 platinum bestseller. 2001, Elvis Presley was inducted into the Gospel Association Hall of Fame, an organization dedicated exclusively to recognizing meaningful contributions by individuals in all forms of gospel music. Other notable inductees are Pat Boone, Tennessee Ernie Ford, and Al Green. In 2002, Connie Francis filed a second suit against her record company, Universal Music Group, alleging the label had inflicted severe emotional distress on her and violated her moral rights. Some of her recordings had been played during the films Postcards from America, The Craft, and Jawbreaker, just as her March 2002 legal action had been, this suit was also dismissed. 
2005, Joe Jones, a musician and producer who sang the 1961 Billboard number no. three hit, You Talk Too Much, and went on to become an independent music publisher and advocate for black artist rights, passed away at the age of 79. In 2006, Alan Fluff Freeman, one of the UK's most popular radio broadcasters, died after a short illness at the age of 79. In 2008, Cliff Richard and The Shadows announced that they would reunite for an arena tour in 2009 to celebrate their 50th anniversary. And this was your day in rock. a fun fact for you. 85% of married life consists of yelling what from the other side of the house. Hey, so today is my five-year anniversary and looking around a little bit on the internet, on the world wide web, I realized that it's a milestone. I hadn't thought about it at all. Especially when I said to my husband, no, let's not get any gifts. Let's just go out to dinner. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Then I wake up. What's there? A freaking gift bag. And I'm like, damn it. He got me a gift. And this morning, I had to run out and get him a gift so I wouldn't look like a jerk. So I had no plan didn't know what to do. And this helpful website, Not, gave me a list of traditional gifts. Now, apparently traditional is wood. The modern is silver. The flower is daisies. And the gemstone is turquoise, none of which was applicable to my situation. The gifts for him, five-year anniversary gifts for him, wooden cigar box. Hello? What? He doesn't smoke. Who wants that anyway? I don't know. You'd have to really be into cigars. Number two, wooden music box. Oh, that's a lovely gift to get him. He could bring that into the office and entertain his colleagues. You know that he's so cramped in there to begin with. He could flip over, open the wooden music box and have the little ballerina dance around this is under for him then they have handcrafted wooden box engraved with his initials or your wedding anniversary date for what what are you gonna throw in there with our anniversary date on it what are you gonna put in there it's done over what the hell what do you need a box for i don't know and then Silver watch, which he already has. Personalized silver cufflinks, which he doesn't know how to use. I shouldn't say that. I just, he has no use for that. No use for that. A personalized leather wallet embossed with his initials, which I'm not really understanding because we were talking about wood and silver. A knife set. Dear God, this is an anniversary gift. 
What am I, trying to give him an idea? Let's become another cold case. Season sports tickets, way too expensive. Are you kidding me? I don't have like two grand. Golf clubs, again, nothing he can use unless perhaps as an additional weapon in the arsenal if I gave him the knife set. Other than that, no, no. So this this wasn't any help to me at all. And then I was looking around and they have this lovely article on fatherly, seven reasons marriages fail in the first five years. And it's, you know, it's not bad. It's not a bad summary. I've dealt with a lot of divorce in my job because I've done paralegal work for 15 years. I'm a counselor now. So I hear about it all the time. Um, The more I hear about it, you can tell that people sometimes don't know it's coming. Um, Sometimes it takes people by surprise or, you know, one person just stops working at it. That's really what I think, you know, it's, it just, it's all different kinds of problems that will mitigate a divorce. But one of the best answers that I heard someone else say is one of the two just decide to stop working at it. But anyway, in this article, they have the seven reasons. So I'm going to read it. Number one is the belief that marriage is a cure-all. And of course, That means that, you know, when you're getting married, you think, oh my God, this is just the solution to so many problems in my life. Oh no, baby. Those problems are still going to be there. And now they're going to be a little more complicated because you got to add number two perspective into the mix of the problems and solve them together. Number two, undiscussed debt. Not good. Not good. You find out about child support owed from past relationships and stuff like that, that'll bust a marriage wide open. People don't like those kinds of surprises. If you have debt that's undisclosed, you better disclose it before your wedding day. Uh, Number three, religious differences. Well, this becomes more of an issue, especially at holidays, because one family may have one tradition, Another family has another tradition, two different religious beliefs, or even just the same religion, but two different perspectives on how to celebrate. And you've got a lot of problems, especially when you have kids. Number four, that goes with in-law troubles. So the boundaries with in-laws really need to be discussed before you get hitched up because Some in-laws really don't see a boundary. They're going to be, knock, 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 we're here. And as a couple, that may not always be welcome. And you may be comfortable with your parents coming in whenever. You're used to it. But your partner might really start to, like, twitch after a while every time there's a knock on the door. So you want to make sure they're comfortable and you're comfortable with the kind of relationship you're going to have with your parents and his parents, etc., it's a big deal. 
five is differing plans, well, that's like the future. So if one of you says, I really always wanted to live in the country, and the other one says, no, I don't see myself anywhere but in a city, um, you know, that's a problem because sooner or later, one of you is either going to have to give up their plan, their life plan, even this can go into retirement too. I want to be in the mountains. I want to be near a beach. It can be a problem uh, when people don't get on the same page about what their future might be. And that goes to how are we raising the kids, how many kids we're going to have, all that kind of stuff. You have to have those talks as unglamorous as they are, really, really important. Number six, not staying connected. Well, guess what? When you get married, you all of a sudden have so much going on, especially when kids get into the picture, that you are running everywhere. You're going to work. Then you're running over to baseball. Somebody's got dance lessons. And all of a sudden, you guys don't talk. You don't eat together. One's going to Wendy's. The other one's going to McDonald's. I mean, you really become... Uh, fragmented that way. And next thing you know, you're talking on the sidelines to, you know, Johnny's dad about your day instead of your spouse, because you just don't get to see your spouse. And you may even think that, you know, you've told your spouse stuff and they're like, you never told me that. And it's just, it's bad. It can really be bad when you're not connected. Um, Number seven, not speaking up. Well, you really have to own up when you're in over your head. And that could be you got a work situation that's not good. Um, You have a social situation that's not good. You need to kind of be honest and aware of your limitations. Turn to your spouse and say, you know what? I just... I'm doing way too much and I can't, I can't keep up with it. And you want them to share that burden. That's what they're there for. And so many people don't do that. They take on too much responsibility. They don't confide in the spouse. And then the resentment builds. And then next thing you know, the resentment is just so um, damaging that it just kind of suffocates all of the positive feelings you had about the relationship in the first place. So, hey, this was my little, you know, marriage segment and happy anniversary to me and my husband and anybody else celebrating on this day. And I'll see you next time.